this is Fly Alyssa, and we are bringing to you Cockpits and Cocktails. I have my trusty host, Natalie Flygirl Kelly, with me, and we have today with us Britt Lincoln. I'm super excited to have her on, as is Natalie, and we are excited to learn all about what you do. Great. How are you, ladies? I'm so good. How, yeah. have you, how has your um, spring, I guess, been? Getting back into aerobatic season? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy. Um, I feel like I'm never home. I think that uh, um, I was looking at the calendar, and I think the month of April, I only was at home like four nights. So wow. uh, yeah, I know it's been pretty busy. Pretty now, busy. Home for you is California. Yeah. Yes, I live in the Bay Area in California. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. I have a yeah. really good friend that lives uh, in Walnut Creek. Oh yeah, that's really close to where I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, glad to hear it. California is kind of opening back up everything soon. Yeah, slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited. You know, I don't know a whole lot about your aviation background. I do see all your really cool pics on Instagram and your videos. And I think, wow, that's really cool. I know you're into aerobatics, but can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into what you're doing and what you do exactly? Yeah, of course. Um, so generally for aviation, I, I grew up in northern Montana, actually, in north central Montana. And um, my dad is a crop duster. And so I grew up with aviation and we have a grass strip right in front of our, our ranch, right in front of our house. And um, my first airplane ride, I was two weeks old. Uh, my wow. dad took me up. Yeah, my dad took me up and he says that I was in one of those little baby carriers and he said that after we took off, it fit like perfectly. It rested between the yokes and he yeah. said he just, set, just like set me there and flew around with me. And so anyways, um, so I grew up with with aviation and um, but, you know, I never really I never really pursued it. And um, I went to college and then actually moved to Europe for several years and came back and and well Alyssa you and I I think we started right around the same time yeah yeah you starting and I was like what is she doing all these cool things and you know it's it was, I was always amazed you by just started Alyssa. flying what about the same time Alyssa started flying wow yeah. I yeah. thought you been flying like for years and years and years Okay. No, I, no, I, I finally got my PPL, you know, I, my dad taught me to fly in our super cub on our grass strip, but I never, I, I never went through the formal process. I mean, it was just, it was kind of like, you know, when you're a kid on the farm and you learn you to drive a car that way. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in 2017, I was like, you know, I really just need to do this. And so, um, yeah, I got my PPL in, in here in California, actually in Concord, just down the road from Walnut Creek. That's where okay. I, I got my PPL and I just, man, I got the bug bad, like really bad. Yeah. And, um, and so I just, you know, I, my whole plan was just to get my PPL and that's it. Um, I had a career in, in finance and that's what I was doing. And, uh, then I thought, well, you know, there was all these people I was, it was actually 141 school that I was getting my instruction at. I wasn't in the 141 program, but all these people that I had started with started working on their commercial, or sorry, on their instrument rating. And um, it wasn't really, I wasn't planning on doing it at all. And I thought, well, you know, I, I want to keep flying and, and I'm, I'm very goal driven. And so I was like, it gave me something to work towards. And so I just, um, 
started working on my instrument. And then once I had that done, it was like, oh, well, I'll just was trying. And then I had the hours for my commercial. And uh, yeah, it just kind of sort of happened. And then I, it was like, oh, well, it's only 10 more hours to get my commercial multi-engine. Yeah. So I just did it. And then the next thing I knew, somebody offered me a job and in, in Livermore I was flying to fly. But it was just like 172s. It was nothing crazy. But I was like, wait, I mean, somebody's going to pay me to do this? This is awesome, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, so I basically just, it was a, it was a time in my career where there was some other stuff going on anyways, the company was moving to the East coast and that, and I wasn't going to go. And so I took the opportunity and, um, I just never, I never went back to finance and yeah. So now I'm flying a King air. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's the aviation stuff. Airplanes. Do you love it? Oh my God. I love that airplane so much. I flew a citation for a little while before this and I actually prefer the King air over the citation. Wow. Believe it or not. I know. Yeah. So, so do you fly for like a corporation or what, what do you do with yeah, the just, Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Private. It's not charter, which is amazing. Sometimes we'll do like one trip a month. Um, I think in June I'm flying every week, which is, okay. which is pretty unheard of, but yeah. Okay. So are you doing something else besides that? Or as far as career is just doing that as your career? And, that, yeah, yeah. Just cool. that. It's really yeah. nice to be able to focus on it. And I was, you know, just contemplating this week actually. And I'm like, you know, if I didn't have all these other things to focus on, I could just finish my ratings in a summer, you know, like do everything yeah. and just, you know, dive into it. But then like, I don't know where I would go from there. It's just one of those, like, you know, an opportunity, you know, jumped into your lap kind of thing. So yeah. 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 I want an opportunity like that to jump into my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Most pilots probably do. I mean, it just seems like all of the stars uh, aligned for you to for that position and your yeah. other career was kind of changing. So um, that's really how cool. You, how did you get started um, in aerobatic training? Like when did that kind of start or did you do like spin training and that kind of prompted it or like what happened? So I had done some sp- some spin training and I really liked it and I would just sometimes like rent an airplane and go out and just like spin because it was like something it was fun I, you know <laughs> <laughs> I would not probably do that by myself so yeah yeah I got my spin endorsement and the next day I went and rented I was doing it in a in a Cetabria and I went and rented it and I think I went I don't know I did spins for like 45 minutes because wow. I was just like I know, and, but I'd never done any aerobatics, and I was, um, so I fly out of Livermore uh, in California, it's a, it's an airport that's east of San Francisco, and it's a really great airport, a really great community, and um, I was, I'd made, I'd like met so many people, made so many friends, and I've, I've got a couple kind of, I call them my airport dads, they've like, you know, sort of like adopted me, and, and one of them, he's an old retired, um, old I did not just call him old I mean <laughs> called him old he is kind of old anyways um he he's a retired helicopter pilot and um I would like hang out and hang with him and he'd teach me all kinds of stuff like teach me a lot about working on airplanes and anyways long story short I was with him on his tog we're driving down this hangar row one day and there was this hangar that was open and these gorgeous red airplanes inside and I was like oh my god 
uh, Quail was the guy's name. I was like, Quail, whose hanger is that? He said, oh, I think it's this guy named Dave. And I was like, all right, I'm going to catch up with you later. And I literally jumped off the tug while it was moving. And I just walked into this guy's hanger. And I was like, hey, we're friends. I, I'm like, <laughs> I think I actually said to him, can I drool on your airplanes? I feel like, Alyssa, I feel like this is something that you might do. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, then he uh, started talking to me about aerobatics the the airplanes were uh, pits uh, his pits has to be and the super decathlon the one that I started aerobatics in and so he started talking to me about aerobatics and competition and the IAC and I didn't know anything about any of it and and he was like well I was just going to take the pits up for a flight do you want to come with and I was like uh, Ooh, yeah. yeah yes and um I'd like, I'd never had a parachute on. I didn't even know how to like use the seatbelt. He, he had to like tuck me in, you know, to the airplane. And um, yeah, we went up and it was just, it was freaking awesome. I mean, he started really slow and I was like, okay, what else can you do? You know, what else can you do? The whole flight, I was like, more, more, more. And he was like, are you sure? And finally he was like, okay, we can't do anymore because I'm going to run out of gas. So, <laughs> so we came back to Livermore and he was like, you have to learn how to do this. And um, I kind of put it off for a few months because I was I was in the middle of finishing up my commercial and remember the goal driven part that I mentioned. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I was like very focused on the carrot. And uh, yeah, when that was over, then I, I started taking lessons with Dave and that kind of became my my drug. I mean. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I, you know, when I started, I just did like my spin training and a steerman and like, so that was really fun, but that's so much slower. And yeah. then like I did some aerobatics last summer and like 15 minutes in, I was like, okay, we need to slow this puppy down, <laughs> you know? And, and that was in a super decathlon and, yeah. but it was so hot. It was like a hundred, over a hundred degrees. It was in the desert. Like it was in Nevada. So it was like super yeah. hot. Like, I think it's just like having the right atmosphere, not eating before, not trying to eat cupcakes upside down. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. But I, I think uh you know getting more females involved in aerobatics you know we talked about this on the last podcast that there's not a ton of females in aerobatics and you know like the people like the patty wag staffs and those like they're kind of like not retiring out but like they're at that point where like they we need to pass the baton and yeah 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 so yeah so yeah, yeah, it's true. There's really not that many. And, you know, I, I'll go to contests and more often than not, I'm the only female there. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, lots of times the, you know, there'll be females in the lower categories. There's one other woman in California that, um, that competes in my category. And other than her, that's it. You know, there's, there's several in the, in the, it's called primary. That's kind of like the, the, the beginning category and for some reason they just like don't stick around huh. um, it's unfortunate yeah what do you think the reasoning is do you think it's like I don't know I don't know like competing priorities probably you know there's one girl um and I mean let's be honest it's it's a huge commitment and um it's a big commitment time-wise financially and um you know, if, if it's something that you really want to, I mean, 
like I said, I mean, I've gone from like zero to a hundred, right? I yeah. mean, there's, it wasn't, right. there was, it was, there was really no middle ground for me and not everybody has to be like that. And most people aren't, um, yeah. it's super extreme, but you know, even, even just to stay proficient, you know, and to yeah. keep progressing, I mean, you need to be flying just, I would say to be slowly proficient. You probably need to be flying like at least once a week. Yeah. Aerobatics. And that's right. hard for people just to fly a normal flight once a week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to be doing yeah, this at that level, you know, I think women yeah. a lot of times have our priorities in all these thought bubbles and, right. you know, that might not be the first thing that comes. Yeah. And if you have kids, you know, there's one girl um, who kind of started getting into it and they think that she has a son and, you know, that starts to get really difficult. Um, oh, definitely. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't have kids, but I'm assuming. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you, um, how did you get into competing and, and what does that, what is that like? You go across the country, how, how do you enter contests? Tell people like no one's ever heard of this. So just yeah. break yeah. it down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so contests are sanctioned by the IAC. That's the International Aerobatic Club. Um, also side note for people that are listening, if you are members of the IAC, we have an election coming up. I'm actually running for the board of directors. So oh, cool. Awesome. Um, I think voting starts in a couple of weeks, the middle of June, actually. So, um, anyways, sorry, I had to, I had to give that. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, contests are held um, throughout the, the U.S. and there's various chapters. So, you know, I would say I get, I do get a lot of people who, who send me messages and just say, Hey, you know, I want to learn aerobatics. How do I get started? And I would say the first thing to do is find your, the closest IAC chapter. Um, they're all over the place and you can, you can look it up on the IAC website or, you know, if you can't figure it out, just anybody can send me a message and I'll hook you up with the, with the local president that's near you. And, um, yeah, so chapters host contests, which are sanctioned by the IEC then. And, um, yeah, there's five categories, obviously the higher the category, the higher degree of difficulty. And there's, um, there's some differences. There's three flights. Every pilot flies three flights in the contest. It's usually over two days. And the upper categories, um, the third flight is called an unknown. So you actually don't get the sequence. It's a sequence of aerobatic maneuvers. You don't get the sequence until the night before. And you're not allowed to fly no. it or practice it. No. So you can study it. You can look at the sequence card. Wow. Um, yeah, and so that's the third flight is, wow. is the unknown flight. Um, be ready for anything at that level. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's a, there's figures that you know set allowable figures, but uh, yeah, yeah. So do you pay money to enter these contests? Do you win things out of the contest? How is it like something at the very end? You you've won this many of these chapter contests, so now you're at this different level system, or yeah. So so actually. Um, so you can decide, every pilot makes their own decision on what category they fly, right? But like if somebody who is brand new aerobatics and they show up and they want to, they think that they're going to fly the highest level. I mean, first of all, they'd be absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the, the chief judge, I think if they saw you being dangerous, they would, you know, they, there are rules um, and protocols in place to be like, hey, listen. You know, the safety, safety is obviously first. Um, yes, there, most contests are between 200 and $250 to, for, to register. And yeah. I mean, obviously there's like the expenses involved 
right? Yeah, so the, air, the airport, yeah, the fuel, the hotel, yeah. the travel, all that. Yeah. Um, what do you win? Uh, you usually win like a $15 trophy if you win and some medals. Back on the back. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you know, if somebody takes your picture, you have a picture to put on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. if, if I were to be in it and starting and say I was doing winning every single competition at yep. some point, did they push you up? Do you have to move up? What is the, no, you don't, you don't have to move up. Um, people give you a lot of shit about it. Can I say shit down here? Is that, is yeah. that <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, you'll get a lot of peer pressure. Uh, yeah. You know, people really start heckling you, especially. So there's there's always like an award ceremony. We have like a big banquet at our contest, and you know, people will be going like, "Move up, move up!" You right. know, if you're winning every time. They want you. They want other people to yeah. win in that category. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there are you know there are some there are some limitations though in terms of airplanes, right? You get to like the the upper categories. Um, you can't fly the two highest categories in a super decathlon right yeah, so if you have right. a super cat if you have a super decathlon and that's you know all that your budget will allow you to fly um yeah. you know, exactly it sort of limits you based on the category and people are generally pretty understanding of that um there's one guy uh howard kirker he used to be in our chapter and he flies the great lakes you guys know what a great lakes is yeah yeah. Yeah. Super heavy open cockpit biplane. Um, and he used to be an unlimited pilot, which is the highest category, but now he flies this great lakes and he flies it in intermediate. And he just, I mean, he's a great, he's a great pilot and he's been doing this forever, but obviously his skill set is way beyond intermediate, yeah. but the airplane he has right now, doesn't allow him. And he just, just kicks everybody's ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he's, and he's like 75 or something wow. like that. It's I really awesome. I would love to see a Great Lakes competing in a aerobatic competition. I'm going to have to come out for that. There's a lot of them in California, actually. Oh, really? The last, con the last contest, uh, the first contest this year, I think there were three or four Great Lakes there. Wow. Yeah. So do you try I, to stay in your area or do you travel all over the country to do these contests? Um... Well, so 2019 was actually the first year that I competed, okay. and I did I did eight contests in 2019, which is quite a bit. That's a lot. Uh, last yeah. year was, yeah, last year nothing happened, obviously. Yeah. The farthest I went in 2019, I went up to Montana and did a contest okay. in Montana so that my parents yeah. could watch. Um, yeah. And then, cool. yeah, this year I have 10 contests planned, and let's see. I'm planning on going to Nebraska the end of June, so that's pretty far away. And the yeah. nationals are in Kansas. Nationals are in Kansas. That's about as far east as I'm gonna go. Okay. Okay. What do you fly? Uh, an MX. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys just got that this year. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple of months ago. I mean, we're still trying to learn how to fly that thing. It's a monster. It's okay. like crazy it's like riding a rocket it's insane and you partner <laughs> on that yeah my coach my coach also he's okay, the partner gotcha. i was yeah, gonna I say how do you you keep practicing with someone they still you so you have a coach okay gotcha yep i have a coach yeah. yep yeah 
That's pretty cool. I um, I remember seeing you like getting at home and having to stop and then being stuck and there's like no nothing to do and it's oh. like don't realize you know anytime people say like oh just take me to Florida I'll pay you to fly me yeah. to Florida. I'm like I don't think you understand. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember that big ice storm that came through? It was oh, in. Yeah. It was when was that? Was that in February? February or March? February. That, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We got stuck. We flew from Florida. We got as far as uh, the Greenville, Greenville, Mississippi. I think is yeah. where we were. Yeah. Like, like BFE. I mean, there's yeah. nothing there. And you're like, yeah. you know, terrible, terrible courtesy vehicles. There's nowhere to go. Like nowhere to stay. <laughs> so, so this is what ended up happening. So we got, we got stuck there. We literally flew like straight. There was like this frontal wall that was coming yeah. east. And we, we literally got within like 20 miles of it and we wow. landed. And we're like, okay, we're just going to wait. And we waited for like two days just sitting there in this like place in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're watching the news and we're like, God, it's going to be like at least a week. And I said to Dave, I'm like, let's just fly home. Like, I don't want to just sit here for a week. I mean, there's not literally nothing to do there. And it yeah. was COVID also, right? Yeah. And made it even worse. And so we left and we did. We, we waited like, I think, 10 days before the ice melted. They even shut the airport down there. I mean, we like we couldn't have even left if we wanted yeah. to. They closed the runway. And but here was the issue. So we flew this airplane into this tiny little town and they did have um, airport cars, but we were trying to figure out, we, we booked a commercial flight out of Memphis mm. and we could not get to Memphis. Like there were no Ubers there. Yeah. I like I looked for everything. There was no Ubers. I looked for a bus. There was like not even a bus. We couldn't oh, get a rental goodness. car. There were no rental cars in this town. And so <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, I'm, like I'm gonna buy a house in no. Greenville. <laughs> I live here now. I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like those are the times I'm so thankful for like our social media like presence because I honestly would have went on and been like, I'm stuck in hell. Come get me. I need to get to Memphis. <laughs> that is actually pretty much exactly what I did. And like I was I was so frustrated because one of my mantras in life is you know, no matter what happens, I'm, I'm always like, there's a, there is a solution for everything, right? Yeah. There's always a solution. It might not be exactly what you want, but there's always a solution. So I was trying to figure, like, when, when we couldn't even get a bus out of there, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, maybe we should hitchhike, right? <laughs> <laughs> super nice uh, man I've never met, but we're friends on Facebook, lives, like, an hour away and I don't know I think he had seen that I was in the area so he had messaged me and he's like hey you know how's it going what do you need any you know if you need anything let me know and so then I think I messaged him I was like hey do you know how the hell we can get out of here and he's like well I'll come pick you up and this guy drove like three hours out of his way oh because and he drove Dave and I to the airport in Memphis like wow. out of the of his own heart I know yeah, wow. I think I think that is just so amazing. Like there's there's been so many things that have happened like that. Like I've been stuck at an airport or needed a ride or, you know, just and everybody is just like always so happy to help. And you don't want to have to get into those situations at all all the time. But at the same, you know, it's just it's so nice to I have a not really a similar story, but it's funny that you just said something about Memphis because I was in Memphis recently 
and um, my flight was leaving from Memphis to come back to Cincinnati. I was downtown Memphis, and my flight was leaving at like 6.30, so I was trying to leave my hotel at like 4.30 or something. I could not find an Uber anywhere. I couldn't get a taxi. I called the taxi company in there, and I just never dreamed I wouldn't be able to get an Uber. And yeah. the taxi like, we could be there in like an hour. And I was like, I can't, I don't have an hour. It's like, I've got to get to the airport. Yeah. And the, the hotel was kind of like, yeah, we don't really have Ubers. And finally, I got in touch with, with someone that, an executive, like a car service or something that, that came and took me. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have no car. I have no way to get to the airport. It was so frustrating. It's like, I know. Help. <laughs> yeah. I think something's going on with Uber. I know that this is like not the point of the podcast, but it's yeah. like it's changed. It's really hard to get Ubers. I've flown to SFO, which is should literally be like a 40-minute drive from my house. It's just on the other side of the bay. This is a couple months ago, and I was trying to get an Uber and I couldn't get any. And then like one popped up and they wanted three hundred dollars to take me wow. 40 minutes from SFO across the Bay Bridge to my house. And I was like, what? No. Wow. It's yeah. creepy. Um, I think COVID has affected it a lot. I've I've noticed yeah. it uh, being in Vegas, like just way longer wait times, and there's just like not enough of them. Either people yeah. aren't working, or they're yeah. just like overwhelmed now because like it probably you know like it dropped out. Like people had to get different jobs because Uber wasn't yeah. happening in COVID. Yeah. They didn't need yeah. all these rides. Well, I went. I flew to the Ozarks to go hiking. So I flew a little 172 over with a girlfriend of mine, got an Uber out to go camp, to go hiking. And I knew I wouldn't have service out there. So I asked the woman, Hey, can you pick me up at two o'clock and bring me back? And she says, yes. I said, I will pay you cash. You do not have to like book it, whatever. Like I'll be here at two o'clock to pick you up. Guess who is not there to pick me up at two o'clock. Oh no. no! I got a text message out to her and she's like, oh, sorry, I had another call and it's 40 minutes out. So it'll be like 3.30 before I can come get you. And I'm like, uh-huh. no, there's a storm coming in. I need to fly home like <sighs> to get out of here before 3.30. Like I was so oh. and I had pain. I was frustrated. I was like, so yeah, you have to have like those kinds of things planned out. It's just, crazy. yeah, yeah. I should have booked it the night before, but I feel like, um, and the totally different subject, but COVID, like the service at all kinds of places has gone down. Changed. Yeah. 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 Um, back to yeah. airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We <laughs> got very squirrel sidetracked there, but um, I was thinking about competitions and so I always, I always get the biggest kick out of everybody on the tarmac, like doing their little, like, oh yeah, like walking around and like, it's so funny to me to watch that. But it, I, I see where like playing that through would so help you. But the thing I, I'm, my goal this year is to get to a competition. Um, there's been a couple people that are like, you need to get to a competition, like uh, Lee Hubner and yeah. um, Eric and those guys. And I was like, guys, I'm coming. I'll help you wax the plane, whatever it takes. Like, <laughs> I just want to learn. I don't understand this whole, like, there's the aerobatic box. Like, yeah. okay, like you're flying over it, but like, do you have to stay within this box? Cause I mean, yeah. like from up high, you don't really know. Yeah, if- how do you know where it's at? <laughs> how? 
There's a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm going to show you. There's, I'm going to talk to you while I walk away. There's, um, there's aerobatic there's markers on the ground. Right. So you can see, you can see the box. So I'm just going to show you like really quickly what it see, looks I, like. I'm, I'm in this box, but I'm always like, but you're, you're flipping and doing all of these things. Like, can you like fly out of it, gain airspeed and then come back into it and do your maneuver no. or like, how does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See that? Yeah. That's what yeah. that looks yeah. like from the air. Exactly. Right. And it's a kilometer by a kilometer and there's actually boundary judges and they have the they put a judge on the corners and they actually have like these sighting gauges that they can look up and, and oh, align wow. to see if the air okay. to see if the airplane goes out of bounds yeah. and uh no you can't you can't go out of bounds well you can um but if you do you get uh, you get penalized and the higher categories um more penalty points you get for going out of bounds and you okay. you get penalized on every figure that goes out of bounds so like if you go out if you go out um if you're like flying across the x-axis like crosswalks um and you do like let's say you do a maneuver and that maneuver goes out of bounds you get penalized on that maneuver and then if you start the next maneuver and you start it out of bounds you also get penalized on that uh, maneuver. Uh. so every figure every figure that you do out of the box you get a penalty point okay Penalty points, penalty points. Yeah. Do you feel like it's like a lot of spice when you're up there doing it? Or do you oh, feel God. like it's limited? Oh, oh, it's tiny. No. It's, oh. like, it's, it's not that big. You know, like, I'm like, you mean you got to stay inside of that? Like, yeah. wow. Like, and then, you know, and then think like if you have a wind, like crosswind yeah. or, or you, you also have to compensate for the wind. It's honestly... I think the reason why I love this is it is the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life, right? And um, and it just, it's like a, it's a strive for perfection, but there is no such thing as perfection, right? Yeah. But you, you always strive to attain it. And, um, you know, I can remember my first contest doing it, doing primary in a decathlon and primary are like very basic figures, right? Like loop, roll, have Cuban, turn, yeah. you know, yeah. about it. And a decathlon is, you know, relatively compared to especially like now the mx slow right, yeah. right so you know you, you might be doing 140 miles an hour across the box and i can remember my first contest i was like looking at this box and i was like oh my god like how can anybody ever keep it in the box and like have awareness of where they are in the box and yeah. know what figure they're supposed to do next and i felt like i was flying with my hair on fire and so you know obviously <laughs> the you know the more high performance airplanes you fly you know now i'm flying an airplane and i'm usually doing 200 knots across the box and shit happens fast yeah so, yeah people yeah just probably even smaller now exactly yeah. yeah people don't realize how fast those airplanes are and like i did uh, some aerobatics with Tommy recently in the Eagle and it's a small plane and it's really snappy, but like, it just happens so quickly. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what just happened, Tommy. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> like, yeah. I watched the video and I like, I'm literally like, we're like slipping backwards and the smoke's like enveloping and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Is this supposed to be happening? We're not on fire, yeah, are we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a change from the decathlon to that to, you know, so I can only imagine like the extra and the MX and like yeah. those things. Like, I just can't even fathom 
that honestly but at the same time i can see why it would be it's a really good challenge so i can see yeah. why it would be very fulfilling to yeah. to do it you know and to hit those points and stay within bounds and do everything really well that would be very satisfying i would say yes it, it is and it can also be so incredibly frustrating i mean i have i don't know how many like outtakes or clips i have from cockpit gopro footage where i'm literally i'm just like like after, you know, because I get, I get really, sometimes I get really frustrated and upset with myself and, you know, dropping lots of F-bombs and yeah, screaming yeah. and being yeah. pissed off because I, I can only, you know. I can only imagine my faces that I would make trying to do these maneuvers because, yeah. oh, God. Um, <laughs> because like if somebody else takes a picture of me and it's not like a cute little selfie of like, I look so cute, you know, it's literally my face is like. <laughs> like I think I have a picture of somebody took of me like on final at, and I look like I was shot or something and it's just like <laughs> I'm like focusing that hard yeah. it's just ridiculous yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah it's I mean you see I post some of it you see some yeah. of it right and I yeah. this is I, I, I do this post yeah I know I do the same thing I do I I never realize I I do a lot of weird things with my mouth when I'm concentrating and I stick my tongue out a lot I stick my tongue out every time I roll every time it's so weird <laughs> do you find that like something I thought about like uh watching like your posts and like doing aerobatics like, I wonder if people like really clench their jaw, if they would need like uh, a mouthpiece or something, because like, if you think about it, like that could really like cause some damage and yeah, yeah. headaches and yeah. yeah. And just, you know, the tension and the, you know, yeah. my luck, I'd probably like slip out of place and I'd choke on it and then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you eating upside down doesn't work. So. <laughs> So what is your, like, what is your goal? What's, what do you, how do you see yourself progressing? What is your future plans in aviation and the aerobatics in particular? Yeah. So, um, right now, and that's kind of part of the reason why, uh, Dave and I bought this airplane. Um, you know, I was flying the laser, which is also a great airplane and I love that little airplane, but it's a four cylinder and, um, you know, in the upper categories, it just, it, Dave flew in an unlimited, which blows my mind. And I mean, he was beating extras, not all the time, wow. not consistently, but which is really crazy. But, you know, it's um, it's hard and it's, it didn't present or show as well. And uh, so anyways, um, my I'm trying to make the uh, U.S. aerobatic team, okay. U.S. aerobatic team and the qualifiers are next year. Um, you know, I mean, it's a super ambitious goal and. That's awesome. Uh, you're goal oriented, and you got cheerleaders yeah. over here. So. Yeah. That so yeah, that's cool. I'm trying to make a team, and they only take the top eight pilots. Um. Yeah, and then uh, if if I make the team, then I train with the team for a year. Wow. And um and then compete for the United States at the World yeah. Aerobatics. Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. Where do, they, where do they have that at? Or does it change or it, cha it changes all the time. They're actually supposed to be in Las Vegas in 2023. Okay. Wow. So yeah, we'll see. That'd be convenient. Hopefully yeah. in the winter, because I'm gonna tell you, flying aerobatics <laughs> in Vegas is no bueno. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I know we have some really hot contests here. Um, we had a contest a few weeks ago down in Borrego Springs, and it was 106 degrees. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. get sick? No. No. Work on wood. I've never gotten sick. Not sick. I know. You have a stomach so. of steel, my my dear. <laughs> yeah. I've never gotten sick, but I know the point that I don't feel good. Yeah. And I've learned to just you know, give it a break, get some air, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I think it's something that if you start to feel sick, it won't go away. I mean, yeah. 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 Hmm. So, what was the yeah. with your your corporate flying? What is your what are your plans with that or your career? Any ideas? <laughs> you know, I I'm so lucky. I have the perfect gig. I mean, I I am I, quite honestly, I'm more focused on the aerobatics than, you know, I mean, it's, it's great. I love this King Air and, and it's uh it's a really great gig. They're so supportive. We only fly on the West coast. We go up to yeah. Portland quite a bit and down to, um, we go down to LA a lot. And so if we do like three or four day trips down to LA, um, actually Dave will fly the MX. He'll kind of like chase me in the MX and we have an area um that's that's fairly close to where we go we have a practice box and so dave will bring the airplane down there and oh, um, okay. so like while, while i'm on my standby in la i just drive up to that airport and stay there and i practice yeah um, other than sitting in a really, hotel room yeah really amazing setup you know it's like most people aren't that lucky to have that kind of a schedule and yeah and these guys are so awesome they will actually um i mean they know it's really important and they're pretty flexible. And so, you know, most, almost, well, every flying job, maybe mine is the only one that's like this. You know, they'll, they'll say, this is the trip we're doing. And you say, okay, these guys will actually email me a couple weeks or two, three weeks, sometimes a month in advance and say, hey, these are the dates that we're thinking about flying. Are you available? And uh, I've actually told them, no, I'm not available because I have a contest. And they go, okay, no problem. We'll rearrange the schedule. Oh. Oh my goodness! That's nice. Your like contest schedule usually in advance, just because I mean you have these planned. So give them that, and then if they're respectful of that, that's amazing. Like that's it's. I'm so fortunate. Yeah, they must really really like you. You know, they they want you to stay, so they want either that or they just haven't found anybody else. Yeah. Now, do you, um, is the guy that you first ran into, was he kind of your mentor to get into aerobatics or like? Dave, yeah, he, he's my coach. How did that all work? Yeah. So is that the he's one like, that you saw, you walked in his hangar? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. It's, yeah. It was absolute pure coincidence. Dave has been doing aerobatics. He's been competing for like 20 years and um, he's been super active in the aerobatic community and he's brought literally at least over a hundred people into the sport. And, um, yeah, so he, you know, he's taught me everything and, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's my coach. So we go someplace to practice and, uh, he's on the ground with a radio on a a discrete frequency. He's also, he's also a national judge. So that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'll fly, and he usually spends most of the flight screaming at me on the radio, telling me <laughs> what I'm not doing right, and you know, yeah, yeah, pull harder, don't pull so hard. That's not vertical. That's yeah. Oh my goodness. I think, 
that must be hard. Is that hard to to take criticism and stuff like that from them or no? No, it's not hard to take the criticism. The part where it gets where it sometimes gets difficult is if I'm, you know, in the middle of a sequence, especially you know, lots of times to to prepare and he'll give me unknown sequences. So he'll send me a mm. sequence like tonight um, and say, okay, this is what you're gonna fly tomorrow. And so, you know, I'll be at home and I'll study it and I'll be going through it and walking. And, you know, it's, it takes, obviously it's a high level of concentration no matter what you're doing, but if you're flying an unknown sequence, it's even harder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if he's on the radio and I'm trying to fly a sequence that I've never flown before and he's like telling me, yeah. He's like in my ear. I mean, it's like every little thing, right? It's like yeah. if I don't do it perfect, he's telling me. And I'm like, oh, just shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good, I guess, in the end, because then when I actually go to a contest and I fly, it's like, <sighs> yeah. Peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. No. <laughs> yeah, peace and quiet. They're leaving me alone. I know. Yeah. And numbers are typically in like a routine. Excuse me? How many maneuvers are in a routine? Um, it depends. Um, in the category I'm flying, like 14 or 15. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Do you have them memorized? Or I've seen the little cards on the planes before. Is that what most people do? Um, some people memorize. I, I don't agree with memorizing. I think... Uh, <laughs> I learned that lesson the hard way. Um, I was at a contest and I was, I had the card in front of me and I was not looking at the card. I mean, it oh. should be by the figure, look at the card, by the figure, look at the card. Cause you know, we're humans. Yeah. And uh, I was at a contest and I just was trying to do it from memory and I skipped a figure. Oh no. And the judges have those like already like in their hands. Yeah. So they know you skipped it. Yeah. So if you skip it, you get a zero for the figure. Oh, yeah, which can be, yeah. So that's hard. What's your favorite maneuver that you do, or or which ones? That, well, like, what's your favorite, and then what's like your least favorite or most challenging? Um, my favorite, my favorite, man. Um, I really like inverted spins. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Snap, yeah. it's all fun. Snap rolls are fun. Um. The most challenging, man, that's a good question. Um, tail slides are pretty challenging. Rollers can be really challenging, like rolling turns where you're turning and rolling at the same time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Those are what I'm always like, how is that normal? <laughs> yeah. had it from the ground and I remember the first time I ever saw aerobatics was at the St. Louis. Well, I can't say that. It was at Sun and Fun, but I didn't really pay close attention. Like I watched the arrow shell and formation, you know, I watched that kind of stuff, but I remember sitting at the St. Louis air show and it was like, uh, I think it was like Skip Stewart or somebody in like a pits. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I just remember them, like the plane was just doing this and I was like, that's not normal. What is he doing? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like What's happening? I just want to fly straight and level. How is that a thing? You know, they don't do feel that. normal. It feels it like physically, it feels so weird because it, it literally, it sort of feels like your body is being like pulled from two ends. It's really uh -huh. hard to explain. Like uh -huh. yeah. they feel really odd. Yeah. yeah. So for yeah. me, it's like, I would like to go to a aerobatic show, have the paper in front of me, somebody explained to me, because 
I don't really understand how they look on paper. I've seen them, but I don't understand them. And then like, here's the paper, watch them and then fly it. Like I want to do all three and see how yeah. that works because it just like when I was with Tommy, you know, we, he's like, Oh, you know, this is a something tail slide, whatever. And I was just like, I don't know what the hell just happened. Like I just, yeah, it, it's, you should, I need, you should go to judges school, Alyssa. I need to see it all together. Yeah. yeah. I think judges school might be the best thing for me. I don't think my stomach could fly and do all of that. And yeah. <laughs> You might be surprised. I think you could. You, you could. I mean, you gotta work up to it. You know, most people. Yeah. I I admit, and I I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why it doesn't bother me. Um, I don't get sick. I don't even like. Obviously, if I'm pulling like eight G's, I feel it. But it's not like uh, I don't get that feeling. But most people aren't like that, and um, you know, so it's not like we're some special breed of people. Yeah, right. I know that I know yeah. that a lot of people, exactly. I know that there was uh, a girl who flew with Dave several years ago and she would, you know, they'd fly out to the practice area and they'd do like two rolls and she'd be ready to get sick. She really wanted to do it. And she just kept coming back and she'd go fly with him like two or three times a week. And, and, you know, until she got to the point where she had built up, yeah. a, you know, a tolerance almost yeah. And, yeah. and competed. So, you can yeah. totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to people. go to a competition. I think it'd yeah, be so you should. fun. Let yeah. me know if you're let me know if you're gonna go to one and where you think you'll go. I'll try to Absolutely. make sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think Eric sent me the schedule. Um I don't know if it's his schedule or somebody's schedule. I have no idea, but um I was like, okay, I can look at my calendar, <laughs> cross-reference everything and see yeah. what nearby like I don't mind traveling to Texas or Georgia or wherever but yeah you know just you know having that maybe Natalie yeah. and I can go that'd be a lot yeah. of you come come in two weeks and come to our contest in California our chapter's hosting our contest after I know it's short notice but it'd be fun where, where is it at in San Francisco <laughs> no it's in the middle of nowhere you'd have to like fly into San Francisco and then like drive two hours <laughs> I think you're coming to see me in two weeks me? Yeah, that's when we're doing the air race thing. Remember? No, that's three weeks. It's three weeks. Yeah. So next weekend <laughs> is Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And the following weekend I'm yeah. free, and then I'm that's with right. you, and yeah. then I'm avionics conference in Dallas, and then Mexico. So. <laughs> I'll see you're free that weekend. I am. I was actually on. like, ooh, I'm free that weekend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you could you can fly down with me that right now there's an extra seat in the MX. Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at yeah. that face. I guess, yeah. She's, she'll be sending you a message later. <laughs> I know. We might have to talk about this. Yeah. It's like, were you serious? I'm in. Let's do it. I honestly, I feel like because things were so messed up last year with COVID, and this year, I feel like even though my schedule was always crazy before that happened, it was manageable because that's just the lifestyle I had. And now I'm like this crazy balance. It still works, but I'm like always like I'm here. I'm somewhere every weekend and it's crazy. Yeah. And I kind of like am being pulled to like, maybe I should just stay home. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, Alyssa? Like, no, don't stay home. You only live yeah. once, you know? So, <laughs> alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I keep saying like it's the push to Oshkosh for all of the things that I need to get done 
And then after that, I can have like some, you know, work on my, you know, ratings or whatever. So yeah. 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 Something else comes up. Uh, Brittany to perform yeah. in air shows like Oshkosh or anything like that? Yeah, I'm, uh, it's definitely something that, um, that I'm thinking about and I've been talking with more people about it lately. Um, uh, you know, the, the advanced team goal is kind of the priority at the moment. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know, you start, if, if I make the team that, you know, it's a, it's also a bit of a resume builder. Right. Mm -hmm. There's, um, you know, it's, and there's, you know, there's like a confidence and a safety thing, right. To keep, um, flying competition. And I mean, it really makes you a better pilot and, um, more proficient and more aware. I mean, you know, really, you know, I I mean, honestly, anybody, I'm not saying just like anybody, it's not like, I don't want to that's that sounds bad but uh you know i could i could stop flying right now and go get my ace card and probably start doing air shows um as soon as i got my ace card right um but you know i still have i still have a ton to learn i mean i'll never stop learning there will always be there will always be a lot to learn but i also feel like for me um you know there's kind of like a certain level and a certain proficiency that that i want to get to in the competition world yeah. Um, you know, I'll probably, I'll probably never stop doing competition, uh, completely. Um, I don't know if I will like do like what Rob Holland does. I mean, he's crazy. I don't want his schedule, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that your family of the aerobatic, uh, competition, uh, people is pretty tight knit. You kind of know everybody that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, that I'm, you know, friends with on social media that I've never met in person, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty small close-knit community. Yeah. I think even if you've not met so many people that are in the same realm as you, like they're supportive of you regardless, you know, and it's like, heck, I, you know, I feel like I'm friend, like really close friends with a lot of people that I've never met on social media. Yeah. Yeah. You know, know, eventually we'll run into each other, but it's just, yeah. It's so, it's so funny though. Um, I was, I was telling somebody about this the other day, talking about social media and and people that you've never met in person. So at this, at the contest a couple of weeks ago, um, I I walked into the building to register and there was this guy in there and he was like, kind of like looking at me and like, God, do I know him? I was like, why he keeps looking at me like he knows me or whatever. Right. And then, uh, Pretty soon he walked up to me and he's like, you're Brit, right? And I said, uh, yeah. And, and then he said, I'm Michael. Again, I, I must have, I like, my face gives away exactly what I'm thinking. I'm not like, exactly. So I must have given him this look like, who the hell are you, right? Yeah, and then he looked right. at me, he's like, he goes, you know, I'm Eagle Driver on Instagram. I'm like, oh, oh. Eagle Driver. Yeah. Just <laughs> like that's all you have to say is like, tell me your Instagram name. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly. um, that happened to me at Sun and Fun this year. I was at my hotel. I had just signed in. Like I went to my room, got my swimsuit on and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wear a towel. I'm just going to go down. I walked down to the hotel pool, which was disgusting by the way. But, um, I go down the hall and somebody's like, are you fly Alyssa? And I'm immediately like, uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, and I 
and it was a, a a boy and a girl and they're like oh my god it is and I was like um hi <laughs> just in my swimsuit no big deal you know that's not embarrassing at all basically like my underwear this is an awkward right yeah. it's so awkward. <laughs> and it's just like um it's so nice to like meet people but at the same time like it, it, it's so awkward for me to not know who they are. I'm like, just yeah. tell me your, your screen name, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. right. I was right. embarrassed. It felt so bad. I felt really, I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, was that just, am I just, a, no, I'll be like, can jerk. you like jog my memory with like something you talked about or something, you know, it's kind of like Michael, Michael, there's a lot of yeah. Michaels. <laughs> I know, right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's just funny how that works out, but yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, that's really cool. So tell me, like, how many women do you see and how do you think we can get more women to do, to do the aerobatic competitions? What does it take? Yeah, that, that is a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think that, uh, like I said, it's not many. Um, you know, the ones that are involved, that I try to be super supportive and, um, you know, try to also stay connected outside of the, outside of the contest environment. And, um, you know, I, I post a lot on, on social media and, um, just hoping that it gets people interested, right. Trying to make it more real and more, um, attainable, exactly personable and, 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 and yeah, not just, it's like just something that other people do. And, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping that through that, um, you know, and I get messages from people and I try to respond when right. I can. And like I said, connect people, um, with local IEC chapters and, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's really, really cool that like, I didn't know that you had not been flying that long. Yeah. So to hear that was yeah. kind of like, well, Alyssa and I are very close and, and when we yeah. both started flying. So I'm like, huh. Wow, you could go from that to flying in aerobatic competitions. It's it's that spoke to me. It's kind of like I could do that. Some anybody else could do that. You know, it's just Absolutely. like you don't have to yeah. be for twenty years to start doing aerobatic stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know. I've always appreciated your content just because it's like, you know, you just put it out there for people and. You know, I, I think all of us are very open to talk to anybody interested in aviation or aerobatics or, you know, whatever. Um, so I think that's what aviation needs is female, you know, mentors to kind of help in whatever capacity, you know, like we all don't have time to walk them through, you know, and hold their hand and, you know, right. but you, you can help them get started and you can help them be on the right path too. Yeah. 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 You know, I really, I really wish. You know, I'm not, I'm not a CFI that's, I don't know, I kind of go back and forth. You recently got your CFI, right, Natalie? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Hard. Are you teaching much? Are you teaching much? I have, I have about three students, but they're really, it's inconsistent because they're all, they all have careers, you know, during the day. Yeah. So it's not like a consistent, like my training was very consistent, two to three days a week, you know, going to the same yeah. school, same instructors, same airplanes. And yeah. it's it's a lot more inconsistent and it's hard. I mean, it, it is um, finding a way to teach them some of the things, especially the things I don't feel very strong in. You know, yeah. Those are hard. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about them, but I know they have to be talked about, you know? Yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. I think, that, I think that's natural. 
But, um, you know, the reason why I was, I was mentioning that is, Hera, I really, I wish that more, more pilots in general, but obviously, of, you know, we're talking about females and women, and, and I wish that more people would, you know, go out and, and do spin training, even if, you know, I wish they do it before they even got their PPL. And I wish that more flight instructors, um, you know, I think if I was flight instructing, um, I would make my students do it. Um, yeah. You know, I, so many people that I talk to, um, and I even had some of this, uh, experienced some of this myself. Um, flight instructors are, are scared of stalls, they're, right? They're scared of it, yeah. Yeah, they're really scared of it. I mean, they won't even let you take it to the buffet, right? It's like as yeah. soon as the stall board Push goes it. off, yeah. you know, it's like recover, recover, and it's this big dramatic thing. And and you know that that they pass that on whether they realize it or not to their right. students. That fear, and, uh, yeah, exactly, and it's. I really disagree with that. I think that it's really, um, it's not safe, right? And uh, there's a lot of situations where you can get yourself into the stall and if you don't know how to recognize it and you don't, and it scares you, um, obviously it's a domino effect and it can, yeah. it can lead to disastrous things. And, um, Panic you know, mode. so going, yeah. exactly, going back to the aerobatics, you know, not, not even just spins. I just wish that, you know, we could also get more people interested. It just makes you, it's at least has made me a, a much more precise pilot, a more confident pilot, um, you know, across the board. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty confident in, in my abilities to get an airplane out of any kind of weird attitude that, yeah. you know, especially unexpected. It's one thing to go do a spin and you know that you're going to, no, like it's coming. Yeah. Gonna stop and you know you're gonna yeah. step on the left rudder, so you gotta push the right rudder to get out, right? Well, what happens, you know, if you snap over into something and all of a sudden you're in an inverted flat spin? And anyways, I'll get off my I'll get off my soapbox, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's so true though that you know when I did my training, I did it in a Piper, and so you know we can't do spins, and then. Um, I, I never did spin training. And so I had the opportunity to do it in a steerman. And so I was like, heck yeah. So I did my spin training in the steerman and the guy, you know, I was a nervous wreck the entire day and I get there and he's like, we're just going to go up. We're going to stall. We're going to just practice slow, do this, you know, left, right, stall, you know, just like do all of these things. And then before I knew it, we were doing spins and I was completely comfortable because you knew what to do, you knew how it felt, you know, but like my instructors had always put this like fear in me that they were so terrible. And my instructor after my primary was like, um, deathly afraid of stalls, let alone spins. And he's like, I mean, he had a Satabria and he's like, absolutely not. You know, like he did not like aerobatics. He did not like any of that. Like he's no. And so it just like yeah. put the fear in me and yeah. Um, and I bet even, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Alyssa, but I bet even after just going and doing some of the stuff that you've done, like with Tommy, um, you know, I, I imagine that you feel even more comfortable, right? Right. right. Yeah. And it, yeah, you just have to figure out like what the airplane is doing, how to recover from those things. And yeah. I mean, I think it makes you such a safer pilot. And, Absolutely. you know, even Tommy, he's like, I make myself sick all the time. You know, his daughter, <laughs> you know, doing eight rolls in a row. And he's like, oh yeah, it made me sick. You know, he's like, yeah. 
you know, but it's just stuff like that where, you know, the more you practice, the better you get and the more aware you become of the airplane. And, and I think, you know, working with like hooker harness and things, you realize how important, like being really like connected to the airplane and mm-hmm. like just being really cinched in because I've flown airplanes, you know, and done aerobatics and they weren't cinched down. Well, mm-hmm. you can't fly accurately if you're mm-hmm. sliding around and moving every time. So you really have to make sure that that's, yeah, um, yeah, you're fastened Good in there. Point. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's really cool. And I hope I can see you compete sometime. I'd love to go to a competition. I think that'd be yeah, really fun. Yeah, that would be but, fun. That'd yeah. be fun. Maybe, maybe you ladies uh, could could uh take some instruction and try a competition oh, that'd be fun. yeah that would be that'd be awesome Alyssa, you think you could handle it yeah oh you guys could totally handle it yeah I, I, would, I would attempt it like i would totally you know do the beginner class and you know because yeah. i mean i think they're very basic maneuvers and yeah it's, yeah it's, it's very bad ma- I mean, is very manageable sorry go ahead it was it different if you're controlling the plane versus yeah someone else? I would think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. If yeah. I'm flying the plane, yeah. I'm way better. I I, exactly. I don't like when somebody else is flying the plane, like doing hammerheads and you know all these mm-hmm. things. I'm like, give me the controls. I'm like, even in a car, I'm that way. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know the the you you asked me before how many maneuvers are in a sequence and. Um, you know, I should have been a little bit more clear. Uh, it varies based on the category I was referencing with the category that I play in, but, you know, primary, the kind of the entry level is very manageable. It's, I think five or six maneuvers. Um, so it's very brief. You fly the same thing, all three flights. So there's nothing, there's no surprises. There's nothing new. Um, and, you know, they design it that way, obviously, on purpose. And and there's no outs in primary. So if you fly half uh-huh. of your sequence outside of the box, you don't get penalized for okay. it. Um, it's very, yeah, flying in primary is very manageable. I flew my first three or four contests, three or four in primary. Um, and you're allowed to have a safety pilot. So, like, okay. you're flying in decathlon. Um, you okay. fly, obviously, from the front. And you can have a safety pilot in the back. Somebody who's more experienced just in case you get yourself yeah. In a situation that I like you know, that. I think if I started that way, it would be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Just be, you feel agree. better about it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how I started. Um, actually, like I, I was like the decathlon, and I didn't want Dave to get out of the airplane, and he's like, I'll never forget the we we went up to Oregon, and I flew my first sportsman contest. And I still, he was still in the back seat and he was like, I do not need to be in the back seat for this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it without being in the back. (laughs) And and he's like, Brittany, he's like, I weigh 200 pounds. He's like, I'm just like a 200 pound weight back here. Like I'm not helping you. And, uh, and then I didn't, I like made him stay in the back and we got back from Corvallis and we were, we were out the next week practicing and he's like, you're going to go do this by yourself. And I was like, ah, I was so scared. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Big he, he kicked himself kicked himself out of the airplane. So yeah. but my point is, right, it's not it's not like this scary thing like here, just go do it and try it yourself, which um nobody should ever do. Right? Yeah. Where can we find you on social media? Um, so my Instagram is Britt Lincoln Aerobatics and I'm Britt Lincoln on Facebook. 
my Instagram is open. My Facebook, I actually have to accept you as a friend. But honestly, like if you are somehow related to aviation and you don't have like a weird profile with yeah. all your pictures. <laughs> yeah. Last week, I usually will accept your friend request. Yeah. And I actually, um, some some people that I was working with on some stuff earlier this year, they surprised me. They actually made a website for me. Oh, um, cool. It's so nice of them. Yeah. So it's it's BritLincoln.com. That's funny what you said about the Facebook thing, because if someone sends me a friend request, the first thing I do is look at their picture and see if they're near an airplane. It's like, <laughs> are you in aviation? I don't yeah. know your yeah. name. But the mutual friends are, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to to come join us on the show. All right, ladies, we'll have a good night. Cheers. Thank you. Have a good one. Cheers. I have my pizza.